Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good day, everybody. I'm Daniel Davis, and you are listening to the Beyond 50 radio program. On the program today, we're going to be talking with a guest who's been on our show before, and he is known as the father of affirmations. That's right. You got that right. Not affirmations, but affirmations. And it was a wonderful discussion. And today we're going to be talking about four focus factors that undermine entrepreneurs' success, if not properly leveraged. And these are time, energy, relationships, and money. We're going to learn how these four focuses can make a major difference in your bank account as well as fulfillment and the quality of your relationships. His newest book is The Seven Figure Life, and I'd like to welcome to the Beyond 50 radio program today, our guest, Dr. Noah St. John. Noah, thank you for joining us back here on the Beyond 50 radio program. Great to be back here, Daniel. Now, what have you been since the eight or nine years that you and I have talked? What have you been up to? Well, I've written 24 books now, so I've uh, been a little busy with that and helping uh, helping folks make a lot of money <laughs> and get a lot more time freedom. So, yeah, just uh, having fun and uh, changing lives, and uh, yeah, just doing 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 great. Well, you know, it's pretty exciting too. You no, know, I, I have to say this uh, since the time that mm-hmm. we talked, I've actually talked with guests and many people uh, since then about app formations as I thought that was really very groundbreaking, very different from what you'd seen out there in the world of self-help and personal empowerment. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, first of all, what app formations are and how has that had an effect on the world and the people that you've come in contact with when it comes to improving their lives? Well, thank you, Daniel. Yeah, people get very excited when they learn my affirmations method because, as you said, it is, it's very transformational. And what's really great about it also is very simple, very easy to understand and, and very fast and easy to implement. So everyone knows what an affirmation is, right? If you've ever read a self-help book, I'm sure most of the listeners of this program, you know, reading self-help books, going to seminars, and all the gurus say the same thing. You know, you say these positive statements and, you know, we're supposed to make it happen, right? And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach, a business coach. I'm also a keynote speaker. So when I speak to uh, audiences, whether organizations, teams, corporations around the country, around the world, one of the things I like to do is I play a little game and I say, okay, everybody, we're going to play a game and I want everybody here to say an affirmation just like the gurus taught us. Everybody say, I am rich. And everybody goes, I am rich. You know what happens next? Everyone starts laughing. And I go, what are you laughing at? They go, well, I'm not rich. And I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. See, isn't that the problem with that old method is we say these positive statements. We want to believe them, but most of the time we just don't believe it. And so the guru said, well, listen, if you don't believe your affirmation, just repeat it a thousand million billion kajillion times until you believe it someday. And for some people that worked, but, you know, a scientific study actually showed, believe it or not, that for 75% of the people, get this, 75%, the old affirmation method actually doesn't 
work, not only it doesn't work, it actually makes you more frustrated than before. So imagine if you had a phone that didn't work three out of the four times you went to use it. You'd probably get a new phone, right? <laughs> well, that's what I invented 25 years ago. I invented a better phone, right? A better phone for your brain, really. And so my affirmations method, rather than saying these statements over and over that we tend to not believe, with my affirmations method, instead what you do is you start asking empowering questions, right? So what would that look like? Well, let's see. You have this statement or affirmation, right? I am rich. And your brain goes, yeah, right. And so we just don't believe it most of the time. And so with my affirmations method, instead you would ask, why am I so rich? Why am I so happy? Why am I always in the right place at the right time? And when you ask a question because of the embedded presupposition factor of the brain, that's just a fancy way of saying, when you ask a question, your brain searches for the answer automatically. And so what I've been teaching, you know, what I discovered uh, in April of 1997, so over 26 years ago now I've been teaching this to people all around the world, and what people realize is that when you ask a question, your brain automatically searches for the answer, and that's how you can start to immediately, instantly change your subconscious thought patterns without having to repeat affirmations a million times, without having to do chanting or yoga or any of that stuff, and you just go, oh my gosh, it just changes instantly, and I've got, you know, over thousands of stories of people who've changed their lives using my affirmations method. So now, you know, well over 2 million people all around the world have, uh, are using my affirmations method. And, you know, my mission is to really raise the consciousness of humanity one question at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's very key too, Noah. And I like, uh, again, mm -hmm. I was really jazzed when we talked about it. I <laughs> wish we were able to copy the book, but it hadn't been out yet. Uh, as I would have really enjoyed exploring, you know, the whole thing. But the thing was, it was mm -hmm. fun because I watched you on YouTube. Uh, this was just a couple mm -hmm. of days ago. And mm -hmm. uh, so I was encountering uh, I was a young gal. She was getting ready to go to law school, and I started talking to her about that. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I asked her, you're familiar with affirmation? She says, yes. And I said, well, let me show you something here, and I'm going to tell I'm going to show you something different. It's called affirmations. And mm -hmm. uh, that... And what you actually did on this YouTube video is uh, there's a, a seminar that you were holding, and I did muscle mm -hmm. testing. And yeah. I was able to show her physically, and that was the first time mm -hmm. it was like, so kudos, you gave me a tool that could prove, hey, this works. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and, and it was really cool. And I was familiar with mu muscle testing from like Psych K, for instance. And anyway, mm -hmm. that being said, so. When she went through the process, she says, you know, that makes sense. And I said, it isn't just simply that you think about a goal, but also take a look at your goal and be more specific about what your goal is. She says, I just want to graduate from law school. And I said, well, mm -hmm. let's get more specific. How would you like to graduate with honors or be in the top of your class? She says, oh, I didn't think mm -hmm. about it that way before. Okay, mm -hmm. now let's try an after. So she does it. And I said, now let's try an affirmation. How did I graduate mm -hmm school at the top of my class mm. and you see the light went on and that's the unique thing about <laughs> your process people they, they mm -hmm. automatically intuitively get it why do you think that is after all these decades of personal empowerment <laughs> you can it just makes sense well you know I, I love what you're saying and that's a wonderful story a wonderful example we've got hundreds and hundreds of stories just like that and and i mean and, and it's just so exciting because 
what happened is uh, in April of 1997, I had been reading all these self-help books for years and years. I spent an insane amount of time reading every self-help book out there because I, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. And I hated being poor. I was like, this is so annoying being poor. You know, people say, oh, it's more spiritual to be in power. I'm like, I don't know where you're at, man. But no, there's nothing good about being poor. Um, and so I was reading all these books just to try to improve myself. And they all said the same thing. They said, use these affirmations, use the statements, and repeat it over and over. And I did everything they said. And it never worked. <laughs> and I was so frustrated. Because I'm like, I'm doing what you guys are telling me. Why is this not working for me? You know, I'm, I guess there's something wrong with me. Come to find out there's nothing wrong with me. I've got a perfectly normal brain, just like 8 billion other people on this planet. And I realized it was one morning, literally in the shower. I call it the shower that changed everything. I've been writing about it for over 25 years now and teaching it to people around the world. I realized, wait a second, why are we going around making these statements when the human mind responds automatically to questions? See, the brain has an embedded presupposition factor. That's what psychologists call it. And I realized that, wait a minute, why are we going around saying these statements we don't believe when the human mind responds automatically to something much more powerful and simple, the power of questions. And when I invented my affirmations method, I literally said, my God, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I mean, I thought of it. <laughs> and I was like, and the second thing I thought of was, I can't believe no one thought of this before. I can't believe no one ever said this. And no, and I knew no one had because I read every book out there and no one ever said it. And so that was actually what led to my very first book that I published back in 1998, which was called Permission to Succeed, which was subsequently published by the Chicken Soup for the Soul publisher. And now 24 books later, you know, this is what I've been teaching for a quarter century now. And, you know, people have the exact same reaction. Oh, my God, I can't believe no one told me this before. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought, too, when I discovered it. Now, let's go ahead and dive into your book, The Seven Figure Life, because there's a lot of things mm -hmm. in here that I wanted mm -hmm. to encourage people listening right here to this, is that it also has a lot to do with the wiring and our thinking. And the beauty of that is mm -hmm. that's all changeable. And what I liked about affirmations was this, is that you gave the brain, the mind, a problem to solve. And I don't know how many times... I've had wonderful guests on the program in psychology and personal development. Mm -hmm. And the one consistent thing that I had been hearing from these people is exactly this. And that is, if you don't find your brain problems to solve, it will find them for you. And most of the time, we've all been at the end of that particular road where we realize these aren't problems I really want to solve. <laughs> but when you start thinking about your thinking you've actually created a situation that puts you in the driver's seat, even if it isn't a problem you want to solve. And if you can give some clarity about that, I know in your book you talk about head trash. And I would tell people, mm -hmm. you get everything that you want, but pay attention to your thinking because a lot of the things that you don't think you want are things that you actually want. And they kind of look at you confused for a minute, but as they think about that, they realize how true that is. Well, that's a great point. And, you know, yes, I talk about that and, and other things in, in the new book, uh, The Seven Figure Life. And, and yes, you're right. The, the subtitle is How to Leverage the Four Focus Factors 
for more wealth and happiness. So this is what I've been teaching to my $100,000 coaching clients, you know, my one-on-one clients, my group coaching clients for, for years and years and help them make literally billions of dollars over the last 20 plus years, adding six figures and seven figures and eight figures really in record time while winning their lives back. And so, you know, what you focus on grows and see what most people are doing un- unknowingly and unconsciously, they're focusing on what they don't have, right? And when you focus on what you don't have, what do you get more of? The experience of not having. <laughs> and so one of the things that my methods enable people to do and empower them to do is to focus on what they have. Now, it may sound like Pollyanna and, oh, you're just saying the thing positive. That's not, that's not it at all. And, and, of course, there's nothing wrong with thinking positive. But what I'm saying is that, see, it's very easy for all of us to focus on what we don't have. All you have to do is go on social media, and, you know, what we do is we immediately compare ourselves. We compare ourselves, you know, oh, man, he's got a bigger plane than I've got, you know, and she – is thinner than I am and whatever it is. And we're always comparing. And of course we are always coming up short, right? Like, Oh, I don't have, I'm not good enough. I'm not handsome enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not rich enough, whatever. And when you keep focusing on what you don't have, you keep getting the experience of not having. And so one of the things that my methods empower people to do is to just switch your focus. It's not saying that everything's great and everything's perfect. We're saying, well, wait a minute. Maybe I don't have everything that I want, but I've got some things. I mean, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) So, uh, and by the way, I I, I don't want people to think that, oh, you know, I just made this up because I did this very thing. When I found myself at the age of 40, I was $42,000 in credit card debt, and I had to move back into my parents' basement at the age of 40. So I had nothing. I had no money. I was deep in debt. I had just broken up with my girlfriend. And, I mean, I just, I had nothing. But I started to do what I'm saying right now, which is focus on what I do have. Well, I mean, I'm still breathing. I've got eyes and ears and fingers and toes and well, I've got a, a laptop and an internet connection. I guess I can do something. And that was really the beginning of the turning point for me. So I want people to realize that you have a lot more than you think you have, but you have to switch your focus. Mm-hmm. You know, and to give you an idea for the listeners out there, uh, what we're talking about is this. I remember many years ago uh, when I realized when I was fired from my job, that my thinking actually led me to that reality. And they would say, mm-hmm. well, how's that? Well, how many times do we think about going to work and we say, God, I hate my job. I wish I wasn't working there. <laughs> you know, but you go and you play the game, just smile on. But the fact is, inside subconsciously, you sit there and you rewire the experience over and over and over. Lo and mm-hmm. behold, a string of circumstances occur, and then eventually you find yourself on the outside looking in. Now, many people could take a look at the circumstances that put them to the point that they're no longer working, and they can play the victim. They can say, what well, was because of this and this. But if you were really honest with yourself, and we're talking most of the time, I believe, that you actually thought your way into that situation. 
So that being said, let's go ahead and focus on the first of the four focus factors that you talk about here in your book, The Seven Figure Life, and that is this, the idea of time. Now, time is a wonderful mm -hmm. leverage, but how often people out there say, I just don't have time for, and you fill in the blank. Right. Well, uh, yes, absolutely. And I want to actually go into uh, you know, my, the four focus factors that I talk about in the seven figure life, uh, by an exercise that I like to do, you know, in my keynote presentations and in my, my coaching, you know, group coaching and workshops. And here's one, one of the things that I like to do. So, uh, like say I'm presenting to uh, an audience and I say to the, to the attendees, I say, okay, now I want to play a game here and let's imagine that I'm going to give you a million dollars. How's that sound? Everybody goes, wow, sounds great, right? <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? All right, so I'm going to give you a million dollars. There's just one catch. And they go, well, all right, what's the catch? And I say, well, you have, I'm going to give you a million dollars, but you have absolutely no time to enjoy it. You never get to see your family and friends. You have too much to do and too little time. And you're just always way too busy, and you don't have any time to enjoy all this money you've got. Does that sound like a good deal? And, you're like, and they say, well, no, that doesn't sound like a great deal. Not really, no. I said, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a million dollars, but you have to be sad, miserable, depressed, and angry all the time. Sound good? No, that doesn't sound very good. Okay, I'll tell you what, you're driving a hard bargain, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a million dollars, and you have no relationships at all, right? You have no friends, no family, and you know, you're a hermit, and you just have no relationships whatsoever. Sound good? And they're like, no, right? So none of that sounds any good. And that's how I teach people, you know, literally by them experiencing it, that of course, money's great, but no, it's not everything. You know, it is not enough to just have lots of money. Although, yeah, money's great. But no, we've got to have these other, as I call them, the, the, the four focus factors, time, energy, relationships, and money. So when we talk about the focus factor of time, you're absolutely right. People say to me all the time, you know, whether it's one-on-one or group coaching, uh, you know, let's say, no, I, man, I've got too much to do in too little time. You know, I'm just overwhelmed. I just don't have the time. I say, well, that's interesting. So do you know that, you know, what you and, do you know what you and I and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos all have in common? And they say, no, what? I say, well, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, right? There's 1,440 minutes in the day. And they have the same amount as you and me. So why are they so successful and why do you not hear them complaining that they don't have the time? And so, of course, what I just did there was I just took away your excuses, didn't I? I mean, it's like, oh, shoot, well, wait a minute. If these, you know, very successful people don't say I don't have the time or if they're, you know, mega successful and they have the same amount of time as me, maybe time isn't actually the problem. And the answer is right. Time is not the problem. The problem comes down to when you don't have the right systems in place. So the irony is there's no such thing as time management, right? There's a lot of time management gurus out there. Time management doesn't exist. There's no such thing. The only thing that we can manage is our habits. So I've been teaching habit management for the past 25 years, and that's one of the reasons I help people make, you know, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, while getting their lives back, while literally winning back one to three hours in their day and four to eight weeks in their year. I'll give you a quick example of that. 
I was talking with one of my clients, and his name's Charles, and I asked him a simple question. I said, Charles, how much do you think it's going to cost you if we don't put these systems in place for you this year? And without batting an eye, he said a million dollars. I mean, this is going to cost me a million dollars if I don't get this in place, if I don't get this working for me. And I said, well, first of all, I hear that all the time. I mean, every day people say to me, Noah, if I don't fix this problem, it's going to easily cost me $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 a month. I mean, that's six, seven figures a year. That's a lot of money, right, that you're, that you're losing, that you're losing out on. And so that's very common, number one. Number two, I said, I'll tell you what, just give me 10% of that million dollars that you're losing or that you're going to miss out on. Give me 10% of that, and I will find you that million dollars in the next 12 months. In other words, if you give me $1 and I give you $10 back, is that a good deal? He goes, yeah, that's a good deal. So he did that. He paid me $100,000. I mean, that's 10% of a million, right? He paid me 100K. I coached him one-on-one for a year. You know, we installed all these systems for him. Well, I didn't find him a million dollars in the next 12 months. Instead, I found him $1.8 million in just 10 months. So he gave me a dollar. I gave him $18 back. Is that a good deal? No, that's a great deal. <laughs> and not only that, he sent me an email recently. And he said, guess where I am, Noah? I'm on a seven-week vacation with my wife. We just bought a new RV with all this money that we found now as a result of doing this. So we bought a new RV. We're taking a seven-week vacation. We're driving all around the southeast. He said, Noah, not only do I have more money than ever, I have more time than I've ever had in my life. So this is not about trying to find more time. It's about installing the right systems so that you can leverage the time you already have. Well, and that's what a lot of people are really trying to pursue is the idea that they can have Mm -hmm. time freedom to do the things they believe they love to do. And it's interesting that you bring up the Mm -hmm. idea of people who use money as a shortcut to having the things they want in their life. And uh, an exercise I created uh, for people is this, is they'll say, I'd like to win the lottery. And I'd say, okay, well, that's great. So mm-hmm. the lottery's up to, what now? I think now it's up to a billion dollars. Or somebody, I think, just won it, actually. My apologies. But I said, okay, so go and buy yourself a lottery ticket. And they'll say, okay. And after that, I want you to go ahead and write down the first 20 things you would do once you win that money, what you would use that money mm-hmm. for. One time, I actually had a friend of mine who did the exercise. And she came back to me. And I said, that's quite an impressive list. So let's go ahead and take a look at the first one. Is there anything in your life right now that prevents you from having that? So we went to number two and number three and number four. And by the time we got to number five, she says, I get it. Because she realized (laughs) that she had those things and you didn't have to be a millionaire to do them. So it comes to the idea of desire. How much do you desire to have these things? Why are right. desires important? And I say simply because of this, a desire gives you a direction to go to help unleash those special gifts that you were born here with to share with the world. Would you agree with that? And in your experience, share how true this could be for people. Oh, absolutely. It's very, it's very smart. And this is when, and that's why I, talk about this word a lot. And I, I've been teaching this for over 20 plus years. And that is the idea of leverage. So when you look at the four focus factors that I teach you in the book of time, energy, relationships, and money, what I want people to realize is you already have them. You already have these four focus factors. That's why it doesn't say how to get more of. 
right? No. Well, first of all, you can't get more time. That doesn't exist, right? We don't have 26 hours in a day, right? Bill Gates doesn't have 36 hours in a day. Elon Musk doesn't have 92 hours in a day. So no, it doesn't work that way. We don't get more time. And so time is the most valuable resource we have because it can never be replaced. All of Bill Gates' billions can't buy one minute of yesterday. So time is, in fact, the most valuable resource, and yet it's the one that we waste the most of. <laughs> it's the one, because everybody thinks they're going to live forever, and so far that hasn't happened, right? But it's really the same with all the focus factors, time, energy, relationships, and money, because energy can be replaced, but the point is you can be going through your, your life, you can be going through your day with either positive energy or negative energy. That's pretty much it. I mean, you're either going through your day and you're feeling good, you know, you're happy, positive, grateful, joyful, you know, all the positive types of energy or the opposite, you know, negative, angry, sad, depressed, miserable, resentful, jealous, all of the negative energy that, you know, we humans can have. But the beauty of that is that you can leverage the energy you already have right now and go from the negative to the positive just using a few simple strategies. Same thing with relationships, right? If, if you're not in, or if you don't have the relationships that are getting you what you want, you can create new ones, right? I mean, you're an adult listening to this program, I'm assuming, and that means you can decide right now the type of relationships that you want to have. And then money, same thing. You have money right now. Everybody's got money. Oh, but I don't have enough money. Right, well, that's what everyone says. So why don't we leverage the money you have so that you can get more of what you want? Let me give you an example of that. So I was uh, talking with one of my coaching clients. We have a group coaching program called the Inner Game Breakthrough, where I help people literally break through their head trash and, and have these incredible breakthroughs in just a matter of six weeks or less. And I was talking with one of my clients. Her name's Tamisa, and she's a self-proclaimed, self-described seminar junkie. She was going to all these seminars, all these self-help programs, all these gurus, but she just kept hitting an income ceiling, right? Her, she was just a ceiling on her income and it just, she couldn't break through no matter what she, and she was doing well. I mean, she was making six figures, so she was doing well, but she knew she could be doing a lot more. And no matter how hard she tried, how many seminars she went to, just couldn't break through that ceiling. So she, uh, you know, was told about me from a friend, a friend referred her to me, and so she joined my uh, group coaching program, and in the first two weeks, she tripled her investment. In two weeks, we hadn't even gotten to the money part yet, and she tripled her investment. How is that possible? Because when, once you learn how to leverage these four focus factors, you start to see possibilities that you never even knew were there. You know, I think that's what's amazing, too. It's just a matter of seeing things differently. And so, as we talked about earlier briefly, was the head trash. It's the idea of paying attention to your thoughts. What are they telling you as you decide to embark or engage in a situation that's new and unique for you? Um, and so, that being said, so let's go ahead and talk about the energy aspect of it. Because desires, words, things like this actually have energy. And it's amazing yeah. how often people 
overlook that reality that that energy is live it's real talk about why that is and the kind of experiences you've had in your seminars with people once they get that aha moment about how powerful <laughs> energy is and of itself well it really is it's very powerful and so there are four types of energy that we humans have and and you know i talk about this in the book and i show you how it works but the four types of energy are physical emotional mental and spiritual all right, so if you think about the four types of energy, and, and, and it's very important. I, I've found, you know, in my coaching people, it's coaching one-on-one -on -one or group coaching, um, that people don't really understand this. And, and the fact is we weren't taught this stuff. I mean, I had, <laughs> I, mean I had to spend over half a million dollars and 20-plus years of my life, just an insane amount of time, to learn all of this. You know, that's why, why I've written 24 books, because I needed them. You know, I, I, I was searching and searching and searching, and nobody had the answer. And so I had to just put it together for myself. And now what's really nice is a lot of other people are benefiting too. And the other good thing is that, you know, you don't have to go through the, the pain and torment that I went through and spending half a million dollars and all those years that I can't get back. So the point is that, you know, the four types of energy, when you look at physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So the physical energy is the quantity of energy that we have throughout the day, right? So a lot of people say, man, no, I'm just, I'm so tired all the time. I'm run down and I don't know why, man, I, I, I can't get enough sleep. And even if I sleep more, I'm still tired, you know, and that has, of course, to do with your physical energy. So, you know, there's strategies that you need to do to have more physical energy. And I don't mean that you should be working all the time. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm the opposite of the hustle and grinders. And I'm a big proponent of saying, listen, I want your business, you know, or your career to serve your life, not the other way around. Right. If you're if you own a business, you your, your business should exist to serve you, your life, not the other way around. But so many people have it backwards. Then you have the emotional energy. That's, you know, like I was talking about the positive or or negative. Right. Emotional energy. And that's that's pretty easy to understand. And then the mental energy, that's your ability to focus. You know, what's amazing about that is so many people have trouble focusing nowadays. And why is that? Well, one reason is because we live in a world of infinite distractions. I mean, Daniel, you know, when you and I were growing up, there were, what, three channels, you know, and maybe PBS, and I grew up in New England, so there was Channel 56 and Channel 38, and that's about it. I mean, that, that's it, right? Well, now there's literally an infinite number of platforms, channels, stations, distractions, right? So we just, I mean, and that's not that long. I mean, we're only talking the last, you know, 20, 25 years, right? since the, the beginning of the internet, which you know I've been online since 1997. I started my company in a 300 square foot basement apartment in 1997. Um, but that's the point is that's one of the reasons why so many people have so much trouble focusing, right? So that's your mental energy and then your spiritual energy. You know, that has to do with your feeling of connection, connection to something greater than yourself, right? And, and if you don't have that spiritual connection, that spiritual energy, it can be really hard sometimes, you know, sometimes, I mean, there's an old saying, you know, some days you get the bear and some days the bear gets you, <laughs> you know, and, and when on those days when the bear gets you, it's like, ah, you know, do I really want to do this? And so if we don't have that spiritual connection, sometimes it can be easy to get, you know, down and, and just depressed and, and frankly to give up. I mean, when I ended up <clears throat> at the age of 40, you know, $42,000 in debt working out of my parents' basement, 
a lot of people said I should give up. You know, my parents said, you know, no, you've been doing this for 10 years. You don't have anything to show for it. You know, you're, you're, you're more in debt now than you were when you started 10 years ago. And maybe you should go just, just go get a job. And they meant, well, you know, they were trying to protect me. They didn't want to see me, you know, hurting. And I, but I just said, no, no, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to quit now. And I know that I've been doing certain things wrong. One of the big things was I was listening to a lot of bad advice from all those gurus out there. Uh, you know, I paid all that money to all those gurus only to find out they can't teach their way out of a paper bag. And so, you know, but I was still very determined. And it was right after that that I made a decision that changed my whole life, which is I decided to hire my first business coach, my first real coach. Not one of those gurus out there, but a real coach who really helped me sat down and just taught me, you know, how to package all the stuff that was in my head and how to put programs together online and how to become a best-selling author. And I did, you know, all of those things. And as a result, I was able to pay off all my debts, become 100% debt-free. Then I moved here to Ohio and, and uh, met my beautiful wife, or the woman who would become my wife. And uh, so it really just changed my whole life when, when somebody finally actually helped me. So anyway, when you, when you are dialed in to your spiritual connection, um, to something greater than you that, that you really feel a part of, that can make all the difference in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very true, too. And, and look at how your energy actually increases. And with energy increases, so do possibilities. So here we've decided to take a look at our time. We blend that with the energy that we have or the energy we put into things. And things really begin to change. And then so do your relationships as well. Talk about why that is. Well, we have, you know, there are two basic types of relationships, and that is your personal relationships and your business relationships, right? So the point about relationships is attracting the right people, right, to, to accelerate your, you know, your life, your business, your career, uh, whether you own your own business, whether you're, you know, just starting out or whether you've been doing this for a while. Um, it really is a matter of, having and attracting the right people in your life. That really makes all the difference. I mean, like that story I just shared with you, you know, my story. Without that mentor who finally, after all of, you know, the, the heartache and, and frankly being ripped off, you know, by the gurus, um, it was that one relationship with that coach and yes, I, I paid him, you know, I, I paid him money. I hired him. <laughs> it wasn't free. <laughs> and, you know, at the time I was like, well, but I don't have any money. See, I could have used that excuse back then. That's $42,000 in debt. So I'm like, you know, I didn't have the money, but you know what? When you find the why, you find the way. When your why too is strong enough, you find the way. I'm sure everyone listening to this program can think of a time when they you know, or, or maybe backed up against the wall or, you know, didn't see a way out, but then they found a way because their why to their, their desire was strong enough and they found a way they made a way and see, that's what I did. And see the point of that is that when you are going to the wrong people or attracting the wrong people or listening to the wrong people, getting bad advice, and you know, maybe they mean well, and maybe they don't like my parents meant well, Noah, go get a job. They meant well. 
But that was bad advice, you know? And, of course, the gurus just, they don't really say anything. There, there's no there there. There's, it's just a bunch of air. Because what they're really great at is self-promotion, but they suck at teaching. They suck at coaching. There, there, there's just no, there's no substance. That's what I found after giving them all that money. And so the point is that, you know, when you attract the right people, and that's, you know, one of the things that we look at, you know, in, in the book and in, in our coaching is who are the people that you want to attract? And of course, you have to backtrack a little because you have to ask yourself, well, where do you want to go? What is it you want to do? Right? And because you don't, what you don't want, see, everybody has their own idea or their own agenda, right, of what you should do or shouldn't do. And there's an old saying, right, to he who is good with a hammer, all the world is a nail. So that's why you got to be very careful about who you listen to, right? If it's a coach or a mentor, it's, you know, who you hire, who you work with, who you get to coach you. Because, you know, there's, there's some guys out there that say, well, listen, I made all this money doing Facebook ads, so you should do Facebook ads like I did. Well, that's great for you, man, but, you know, maybe that might not be right, you know, for my situation. So you just have to be very aware of, you know, who you're getting advice from and, you know, make sure that, that they're supporting your agenda, not their agenda. Well, that certainly makes sense in the scheme of things. Uh, when you're doing your workshops, how many or how often do you see people with aha moments and, and you realize, boy, you know, in just a few weeks, things are going to really change for them? Well, I just got an email this morning uh, from uh, one woman who is in my inner game breakthrough, uh, you know, group coaching program. And she literally sent me this email. I posted it on my social media today. You know, of course, keeping her privacy, I, I blocked out her name. But um, she said, Noah, I just raised $185,000 in private money today because of what you taught me. And she said, I never could have done this before because before coaching with you, I just didn't believe in myself. And now, because of your belief in me, now I believe in me. $185,000 in one day. And I was like... You're welcome. <laughs> now let's talk about uh, the final one, which is money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, there you go. And see, that is going back to my point of leverage, right? Every person listening to this program has the four focus factors that I talk about in the book. You have time, you have energy, you have relationships, and you have money. Everybody says, oh, but I don't have enough. Okay, well, guess what? That's what everyone says. So you can either use that as your excuse and stay stuck or say, okay, you know what? I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to do something about this because I don't like this and I want something different. I'm going to take the action. All right. So with money, I mean, you know, in, in, in the book, I give you, you know, 10 different ways to leverage your money. And it's not just investments, although investments is part of it, you know. When it comes to investments, I'm certainly not an expert in like, you know, the stock market or anything like that. Basically what I do, my, my stock market advice is do whatever Warren Buffett says. Watch, watch YouTube videos of Warren Buffett and do what he says. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with that. But, you know, I talk about the power of automation for one thing. Because, you know, if you're in your own business, for example, if you own your own business or thinking about doing that, you know, you've got to get to the point where you're not doing everything. You know, when you're starting out in business, of course, you're, you're it. You're, you're, you're everything. You're the CEO, the CFO, the CMO, 
the chief bottle washer and the head cheerleader all in one. And the bookkeeper and the accountant and everything else, right? There's a lot of hats that you're wearing probably. But as soon as you possibly can, you've got to start putting in automation. And what's so nice is the tools that we have today are so much better than, you know, than when I started out. I mean, my goodness, in 1997, remember being online back in the 90s, right? <laughs> right, remember that? I mean, it was bad, right? It was, trying to like, it was like trying to build a house with a rock and some sticks. It was very rudimentary. Now these tools that we have today are amazing and really enable or should enable you to really free up a lot of your time so that you're not doing everything yourself. So the point is, that's just one example of how you can start to make more money as well as have more time. For example, um, you know, I had another client that I was working with. Uh, she's a fourth generation chiropractor and she was doing everything herself because, you know, as a chiropractor, you, you're there, you're adjusting patients, right? I mean, you have to physically do that. But she was very frustrated because she kept hitting this income ceiling and, you know, didn't see a way around that. So what I taught her to do was take the information, the knowledge that she had in her head, package it up and start to sell it. And so I helped her get her book published. We have a book done for you service where we help you get your book, you know, done, published, become an Amazon bestseller. And, you know, we also have a funnel process, funnel done for you, where we build your funnel so you can start making money. So we did all that for her. Now she's making six figures a month on autopilot. And she doesn't even have to go in and adjust patients anymore. She still does because she loves it. But she's making more money from her automation even than in her practice. And by the way, she was able to take her family on a week-long VIP trip to the Grand Canyon. That was her dream when she started working with me. I always ask my clients, you know, what's your dream? What would be like the greatest outcome ever? She said, if we could take our family on a trip to the Grand Canyon. I said, well, when, you, when would you like to do that? She said, well, you know, if we could do it in like five to seven years, that would be just amazing. We got her there in 18 months. So her idea was five to seven years, we got her there, you know, four times faster than she could have ever gotten there alone. You know, no, it's really funny when we uh, have this aspect of our conversation about money and, and uh, how we have a lot of beliefs around experiences with money and how often, for instance, people actually save money. But uh, give you an idea, I'm sure as a business person, you've had this experience where somebody comes along <clears throat> and they want to do your program, but what they want is a, let's call it a free something. <laughs> and I noticed this when we used to do trade shows a lot to promote our radio show. For instance, uh -huh. next to us, uh, one particular trade show, we had an individual that had gourmet specialized fudge and chocolate. So they had this uh -huh. table out there in front of their booth that had all these free samples. And uh -huh. <clears throat> so their first time doing a trade event, I said, so how are you doing on selling chocolate? Well, people come up and they just snatch up their free you know, samples and they just don't want to take the time to even talk to you about it. I said, well, are you here to give away chocolate or here to sell it? He mm -hmm. says, well, we're here to sell it. I said, well, here's what you need to do. Pull that sample table away. Let them come up. And if they ask you for a sample, then give them one. Because what you've done there is you've created an unconscious contract with these people that now they're obligated to buy something from you. Do you see the difference? 
three hours later, I decided to ask him again. So how are you doing selling chocolate? He says, Oh man, we're selling this stuff off the roof. So see, it just took that little twerk. People are there at trade shows. Sure. To look for good information or good deals, so forth. But what they really also like to do is they love all the free samples and people are willing to give <laughs> them and where people actually came up with this idea to get me as a customer, you need to give me something. And my attitude is for you to get something back from me of more value than I'm giving you in the beginning. Why don't you show me you can be a good customer? <laughs> right. And that's Very the smart. But the point is, it's about changing your beliefs. And especially when you go into business for yourself, you will find a lot of beliefs you have stored down there that will come up in spades. And it's Hmm. pretty crazy once you pay attention to your thought process and realize that the tools are out there like you're talking about, you know, in the seven-figure life we talked about affirmations. They're all out there. You have to explore, how do I solve this problem? So again, now you're giving the brain problems to solve, and it's really amazing how the world really opens up to you. Uh, A good example of that, for my own little story, if I may be able to quickly share this, is we decided to make a move to Arizona from the Northwest. And here was the weird thing. Before that, it was the year before getting close to December. uh, I was actually four almost five years behind on my business and personal taxes getting them filed. Now I had the experience before that where I was only one year behind and I was fined something like just over $5,000. I simply called the IRS and believe me, the fear that I could feel in my body was like probably those animals waiting to die and be eaten by a predator sort of a situation. And I simply called the IRS and I said, look, I'd love to give you a bunch of excuses, but how can we resolve this? And I, at the time, much like you, when you were 40 living in your parents' basement, was in a bad situation financially. I just wanted to get this worked out because they had already sent me a threat letter. Hey, if you don't get this resolved, we're going to resolve it for you. So the lady simply says, well, just give me a minute. Comes back and he says, or she says, my supervisor says, we're going to go ahead and abate this fine. And I said, what does that mean? We're going to go ahead and raise it. You don't have to pay it. And I'm going to send you an email right now to confirm that that's true. And I was like, wow, a tear came to my eye. Like I couldn't even believe it. Now imagine fast forward and now I'm four years behind. Now you could just imagine how much I thought that was going to cost us. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I was losing sleep this one and this was in december of 2016 and my wife simply says why don't we find a cpa let's get this done and go from there and i said why not now i'm thinking 20 dollars in fines i'm going to be facing four years behind right so cpa you know he starts to work on our stuff and he's gets back to us as i get the first year in you know and he's working on that then i get the next year in and so we got this all done in a matter of about a month and a half two months but he says you know as i was about to file i was taking a look at your situation i decided to reach out to my community and here's what we're going to do we're going to go ahead and change that you're a business partnership to a sole proprietorship and i said well what does that mean he says, what that means is you're looking at about ten, maybe $15,000 in refunds. And I went, what? <laughs> and then we made the decision to move to Arizona. You know, of course, it was uh, right around early 2017. And I said, why don't we shoot for the following spring? And my wife, being the way she is, simply says, how about if we shoot for September of this year? 
everything fell into place, including the money, and we actually left Portland on the 29th of September (laughs) of Mm -hmm. that same year. And that's what I mean is you take a look at these tools you're talking about here and just all we want the listener to do is embrace the possibility that this is possible. And once people get into the driver's seat of that, they realize they're more powerful than they can ever imagine. And it reminds me, and you kind of touch on it a little bit in your book, is that quote from Marianne Williamson, what is your deepest fear? And it's pretty amazing the fact that we are more powerful than we could imagine if we would just believe in that. What are your thoughts? I've been using that quote for many, many years. And yes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. I mean, that sums up everything that I've been teaching for over 25 years now and how to give people permission to succeed. I mean, that was the title of my very first book, Permission to Succeed. That's what I've been teaching. You know, I've written all these books about how people make billions of dollars literally just by helping them get their foot off the brake and stop stopping themselves from the level of success they're perfectly capable of. Mm-hmm. Now, Noah, besides yourself, there's the, been the many people that you've worked with. So let's add a, a different level of clarity that maybe gives the listeners something to chew on here, and that is the idea that you come to a point that you realize you are here to be in service of others. So, uh, and here's a quote from your book, be very clear about the value that you bring to others. Too many people, I think, who chase their dreams, and and rightfully so, do it for self-fulfillment. But imagine that you're chasing your dreams and helping others achieve theirs. That's the relationships part that I really enjoyed about what you talk about. How important Mm -hmm. is that? That famous quote by Zig Ziglar will always be true. When you help enough people get what they want, you will always get what you want. There's only a little problem with that, though. That's a little inaccurate, what he said. And that is that the problem with that is most people don't realize their own value. And so they are consistently undervaluing themselves. For example, one of my clients, uh, before he started getting coaching for me, he did all of these free coaching sessions. This was long before, you know, he talked to me and he just thought, well, if I give people enough value for free, then they'll want to hire me. And what he found out is that's exactly wrong. No, it doesn't work that way. And, you know, he kept saying to himself, well, how come people aren't hiring me? And finally, when, you know, I was able to coach him, I said, well, it's because you didn't value yourself. You have to value you first, and you have to position you as a thing of value, a product or service, a package that has value. If somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you want a car? And you go, well, I don't know. And they go, well, it's free. You're like, oh, okay. What's your, what's your very first thought? Well, there's got to be something wrong with it. <laughs> there's got to be something wrong with this car. Nobody's going to give away a free car, right? So that's what you're doing. That's what I said to him. I mean, that's what you're doing to yourself. So he... He's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. I'm like, well, that's what I'm here for, right? So anyway, he flipped it around. And then, I mean, he literally started making six figures that very first year. So, I mean, that's the point. We all, yes, we need to, I mean, of course, we're being of service to others, but you still have to value yourself in that equation. 
Well, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it's a fascinating, eye-opening book uh, that I've certainly enjoyed mm-hmm. reading because it breaks down a lot of the old barriers of things that people mm-hmm. say, this will make you successful. And and I think this is a journey, everybody, that's individual. There is no cookie-cutter way about it. And to mm-hmm. a big degree, that's what your program really seems to teach is, no, this isn't a cookie-cutter way. Everybody's going to find their own way. But these are it's a unique process because it can be very individual. And I think we need to get away from that. Well, if they did A, B, and C, then I should be able to do A, B, and C and have the same outcome. But that's just not true uh, that I've seen anyway. And this is a situation where you can kind of put that aside, reevaluate time and when you should get there, and just learn to enjoy the process. That being said, how often have you had people who have been in your workshops or seminars say, you know, before I came into this, Um, you know, I've seen things in this particular way, you know, we talked about before it was about me and what I could get out of it, but then it turns into, I began now to see the world that I have these special gifts that I was endowed with to share in service of the world. That being said, when it came to the money part, I didn't need seven figures to make me happy and fulfilled (laughs) in life. Do you find that to be pretty often said? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I came up with the title, The Seven Figure Life, and now I have also the companion book, which is called The Seven Figure Expert, you know, which is how to have a life of more impact, influence, and financial freedom. So those, the, they're, they're companion books, The Seven Figure Life, The Seven Figure Expert. And the point is that I don't care if you're making seven figures. The, I've, I've met and coached plenty of millionaires who were miserable. And I've, I've certainly met and, you know, coached people who didn't have as so much money, and yet they were still happy, you know? So it doesn't really matter how much money you're making. I mean, Warren Buffett even says he could live very, very well and very happily on $100,000 a year. And my, my mm-hmm. point is, well, if, Warren, if that's good enough for Warren, you know, that's good enough for me. And I'm not saying that that's what you should stop at or be happy with. No, if you want to make six figures, high six figures, seven figures, eight figures. I tell people do all of the above and more. So the point is, is you know, the title, The Seven Figure Life and even The Seven Figure Expert, it's really about to start to value yourself, start to value your time. You know, like that client I was telling you about who raised $185,000 in one day, you know, and it, it's because I was able to show her how to start believing in herself and valuing herself, something she had never been able to do, frankly, in her whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, something occurred to me that I think is kind mm-hmm. of fun that people have been practicing affirmations probably long before you came up with the idea of it. That being said is this. So she made $186,000, you said? $185,000 in one day. Yes. She, ra- uh, she raised that in private money. Mm-hmm. Now think about this. Everybody listening right now is probably asking the question, how did she raise $185,000 in one day? There's your affirmation right there. All you got to do is say, <laughs> how did I make $185,000 in one day? See, you see how often we've actually been doing that? But we always displaced it on what's outside of us rather than putting the question inside of us. And that's how simple it gets, isn't it? Yes, sir. Fascinating. Noah, first of all, I want to thank you for being on the program and how can people find out more about your work and your workshops, things like that? Because I know you also have different tiers of that. Describe that a little bit as well. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get the new book, The Seven Figure Life, just go to sevenfigurelifebook.com. Very easy to remember. 
sevenfigurelifebook.com. And because you're listening to this program right now, I'm actually going to give you $300 worth of free bonus gifts. See, there's me giving away value, right? Uh, so sevenfigurelifebook.com. And then also, if you want to get coaching for me or just learn about my coaching, go to BreakthroughWithNoah.com. Very easy to remember, BreakthroughWithNoah.com, because I'm known as the Breakthrough Coach. I help people break through to six, seven, and eight figures and even more. I'm doing it for over 25 years. You can see some of the stories, uh, case studies of people that I've helped to add six and seven and eight figures in record time. Uh, so go to BreakthroughWithNoah.com. And actually, when you go to BreakthroughWithNoah.com, you can also book a complimentary breakthrough consultation with me or one of my coaches, and then we will actually map out a plan for you of how you can have your six or seven or even eight figure breakthrough in the next 12 weeks or less. So all of that's available at BreakthroughWithNoah.com. Well, very good. Well, Noah, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Uh, again, always enlightening. My pleasure. We want to thank you, the listeners out there, for tuning in. You can discover more at beyond50radio.com. That is the number 50. We encourage you to sign up for our weekly e-newsletter and stay up to date with what's going on in the world of Beyond 50, as well as our upcoming shows. I'm Daniel Davis. Thank you for joining us. This is the Beyond 50 Radio program. And remember, wherever you are is where you should be. Have a great day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.